Hello and welcome. You are listening to Patrick Boyle on Finance, a podcast exploring ideas from quantitative finance, examining events occurring in markets right now and financial history to see what lessons can be taken away, including interviews with some of the most interesting people in the world of finance. To learn more about the podcast, visit onfinance.org. A small London-based crypto asset trading platform called Diversify got quite a shock two weeks ago when it mistakenly paid out a $24 million fee to a large crypto miner. Transferring crypto deposits generates a fee known in the industry as a gas fee to compensate miners for the computing energy used to verify transactions on the blockchain. Diversify should have paid out around $5.00 but instead transferred $23.7 million due to an error in their code. On the blockchain, transactions are instantaneous, irreversible and anonymous. Market participants have no recourse when an error is made. Without safeguards in place, a polite request is one of the few options left. In this case, within days, the recipient paid the entire amount back in full. When Diversify saw their mistake, they looked on the blockchain and were able to see that the recipient was one of the top 10 Ethereum miners. Although the recipient was anonymous, Diversify was able to reach out to them and explain the error and request that the funds be returned. Crypto miners often want to be perceived as good actors in the crypto space, so rather than keep the money, which they could have, they returned it to its rightful owner. Diversify is a DeFi platform that allows buyers and sellers to trade digital tokens without going through a centralized exchange. Crypto enthusiasts point to the fact that the money was quickly returned as proof of shared community values in the DeFi space. Will Harborn, the CEO of Diversify, is obviously delighted that this happened, but he told the press that he wouldn't recommend to anyone else that they rely on the goodwill of strangers on the internet to return their $24 million. A fat finger error is a term used in finance to describe an input error caused by pressing the wrong key, such that an order to buy or sell is placed in greater size than intended for the wrong financial product, at the wrong price or with any number of other input errors. It's also a term used to describe most of my guitar playing, but that's for a different video. Some of these errors are reversed with a quick phone call and an apology, and others are not. A few fat finger errors like this in the crypto space have made it into the press in recent months. Compound, another DeFi project, accidentally handed tokens worth $90 million to its user and its owner threatened to report the recipients to the IRS before later backing down. Alchemix, another DeFi protocol, forgave $4.8 million of borrowers' loans prematurely, essentially giving them free money. Once again, almost everyone returned the funds once the error was pointed out. Most modern trading software has built-in controls to prevent huge fat finger mistakes from occurring. This protects both traders and brokerages from the losses that can come from these mistakes. In addition, exchanges have rules in place to allow traders to request cancellation of fat finger errors. Most exchanges require you to request a cancellation within 30 minutes of the trade's execution. 
often the trades will be cancelled and the person on the other side, who possibly bought a dip or sold a spike, will think they've exited a winning trade, only to find that they've had the trade entry but not the exit cancelled. For this reason, a lot of experienced traders refuse to trade when sudden spikes or dips occur. Back in the flash crash of 2010, some people were annoyed that automated market makers stopped trading during the crash. The reason this happened is that they will have coded their machines to stop trading in such situations due to the risk of having some of their trades cancelled, possibly causing losses. So for today's video, let's look at some of the biggest fat finger mistakes in recent market history and see what lessons we can learn. So first on our list, we have Knight Capital. In 2012, Knight Capital was one of the largest market makers in US equities. Their electronic trading group had an average daily trading volume of more than 3.3 billion shares, trading over $21 billion per day. On the morning of August 1st, 2012, they deployed some new trading software that malfunctioned, buying shares in 150 different companies at a total cost of around $7 billion. This all happened in the first hour of trading. Knight didn't have enough capital to settle these trades. They first tried to get the trades cancelled, but were turned down as new rules established after the flash crash meant that they could only cancel trades that had moved individual stocks by more than 30%. Thus, only 6 out of the 150 different positions were eligible for cancellation. Knight had no choice but to sell off the stocks it had bought. Just as the buys had driven up the price of shares, massive sell orders would push prices down, possibly to a point that would have wiped out the firm. Goldman Sachs, who was a shareholder at night, stepped in and bought the entire position at a $440 million discount, which wiped out most of Knight's trading capital. A week later, Knight raised $400 million from a group of investors, and by the next summer the firm was acquired by a rival, Getco LLC. Next up we have UBS and the Dentsu IPO. In 2001, Dentsu, Japan's largest advertising agency, went public. Seconds after the exchange opened, the exchange was hit with an order to sell Dentsu shares by UBS, one of the three investment banks arranging the IPO. The order was so large that it had to be a mistake. It turned out to be one of the biggest and most costly errors in the history of the Tokyo Stock Exchange. According to market rumours, a desk assistant who was supposed to sell 16 shares at 610,000 yen mistakenly keyed in an order to sell 610,000 shares at 16 yen. The order was cancelled as soon as it was noticed, but not before almost half of the shares in the Tokyo listing had been sold. The bank did keep its book running position, but it had to buy back the shares it sold at their own loss. UBS were reported to have lost $100 million that day. The CEO of Dentsu was furious. The company had waited 100 years to go public, and then this happens. Next on our list is Samsung Securities. In April 2018, an employee at Samsung Securities was tasked with issuing a dividend to employees of 2.8 billion won, which is around $2.5 million, under an employee stock ownership plan. The employee mistakenly entered the figures into the system as shares instead of won, 
issuing roughly $100 billion of ghost shares. This was more than 30 times the firm's issued share capital. The company took 37 minutes to halt the trade, by which point around 20 employees had already sold the stock they'd received. This, of course, further complicated the issue. Samsung later fired these employees who had not yet received cash payment as the trade was halted during processing. The incident raised questions about how easily Samsung Securities could issue stock with so little oversight, and in the aftermath, South Korea's National Pension Service, the world's third largest pension fund, said that they would no longer deal with Samsung due to the lax systems in place at the firm. The South Korean financial regulator later suspended the CEO for three months, suspended some operations of the firm for six months, and imposed a fine. Okay, so number four. In October 2014, an unknown trader placed more than 40 orders totaling $617 billion on Japan's over-the-counter market. This is a big trade. The dollar amount was larger than the size of Sweden's economy at the time. The transactions included a bid to buy 57% of Toyota's outstanding shares, and big stakes in Honda, Canon, Sony and Nomura. The huge orders were quickly cancelled, but not before sparking concerns across trading desks as screens began showing huge volumes of trades in Japan's biggest stocks. At number five, we have Bear Stearns. In October 2002, a trader at Bear Stearns, the now defunct US bank, entered a $4 billion sell order when he meant to put in a $4 million sell. The trade caused a 100-point drop in the Dow Jones average. Approximately $600 million of stock traded before the mistake was noticed. A trader at the time was quoted in the news as saying, you can put in one extra zero by accident, but to put in three extra zeros is three fat fingers, and that's pretty stupid. Of course, that was back in the early 2000s, and you were allowed to call people pretty stupid back then. You probably can't say that anymore. Okay, that was five, but let's add one more. In June 2017, a mystery trader rumoured to be at a central bank, who for the purposes of this video we'll call Gold Fat Finger or Fat Gold Finger. At 9am London time, this trader sold 56 tonnes of gold, an amount larger than the gold reserves of Finland. I know that a few of you are thinking that this must have been Gordon Brown, but of course Gordon would have pre-announced the sale so that everyone else could trade in front of him. A trader named Ross Norman was quoted in the press at the time saying, this bears all the hallmarks of a fat finger moppet. I'm not going to lie to you, this one may be less dramatic than the others. It knocked the price of gold down by 1.6%, but I got to call the guy gold fat finger and a fat finger moppet, so I'm happy. If you enjoyed this podcast, you'll probably enjoy my other podcast on the top 10 rogue traders. Have a great day and see you again soon. Bye. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe so you're notified when a new episode is posted. Thank you to everyone who is supporting this content on Patreon. If you enjoyed this content, you can find more like it on YouTube, on the Patrick Boyle on Finance channel, or follow us on Twitter at Patrick E. Boyle. Thanks for listening. Bye.